What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. I hope you are all having a fine Friday. So my guest in today's episode was part of the ensemble in the touring cast of Wicked and Sister Act. And just before Broadway shut down, she made her Broadway debut in the ensemble of Wicked on Broadway. My guest in today's episode is Michaela Martinez. When you went on tour with Wicked for the first time, was traveling from city to city easier or harder than you expected? I think it was both because my first joint tour, I didn't have my cat Callie with me. Um, but about a month in to me being on tour, I decided that I wanted her to come out on tour with me. And I will say it's the best decision I could have ever made. Having a pet changed the entire experience for the better. Um, but it does make traveling a challenge to have a living breathing animal with you Mm -hmm. you know on an airplane or in a car or on a bus or in an uber or whatever Mm -hmm. um so i think adding her into the equation definitely made for um some more difficult travel experiences but i learned a lot about how to travel with an animal and i also learned that if i ever go back on tour there's no way she's not coming with me she is now a tour kitty and i'm I'm totally cool with that, and I think she is, too. (laughs) That's awesome. What was it like going on as Nessa for the first time? It was a whirlwind because everyone got the flu, so everyone was sick, and I had never gone on. Oh, my God. Like, I'd never done anything with any of the principals. I'd done my put-in. I, you know, I was ready to go, but Mm -hmm. I just had never actually, you know, done it, and all of our creative team happened to be there in San Antonio. Oh my God. They come, they view the show, they give us notes, they work with us, you know, just to make sure the caliber of the show is staying at a, you know, high level. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's always like an added pressure when they come out because you want to do your best. And of course I was thinking in my head, oh, our stage manager won't put me on. He probably will put someone else who's done it before on. And of course he texted me and he was like, you're ready. You're going on. Oh my gosh. And so I was like, ah, okay. And um, I don't know. I think I actually kind of thrive under adrenaline rush, crazy mm-hmm. experiences like that. So luckily it went really well. And it was one of those experiences that I will never forget. And I just felt so present and so there with everyone and so excited and supported. And I'll just never forget looking in the wings um, during the last scene, during the Wicked Witch of the East scene, and seeing everybody sitting there watching me, mm-hmm. and like trying not to clap when it was over, and just being so excited and so, um, like I said, supportive. The the touring cast was filled with some of the most incredibly loving, kind human beings. So that meant a lot to me. Yeah, I saw you on the touring cast in Detroit. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I love Detroit. It was a blast. Yeah, I saw you <coughs> in Detroit. What was it? Almost two years ago? Yeah, that yeah. was a long time ago. With MK and GC. Yes. Uh, like the dream team. Mm-hmm. And I've met them both and I've interviewed them both and they're awesome. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, I loved doing the show with them and they were both, you know, luckily on when I debuted as Nessa. So that also made for a really 
special experience because they are just incredible to work with on stage. Oh, yeah. So what was the transition like going from the Wicked tour to Sister Act? So I actually did Sister Act first. Oh, yeah. So that was my first tour. Um, so I guess I'll, like, switch your question Yes, yeah, so I meant to say, that's, that's what I meant it. to say, but I, like, no, the, dis- totally. the, the dyslexia I mean, on I me. Was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed right out of college. This was my first tour. I got my equity card with Sister Act, so it was very exciting and new and unknown. Um, so I think coming into that, and not really knowing how to travel, not really knowing how to live on the road and what best suits me and my personality and my way of living. Yeah. Um, fast forward to Wicked, I was able to use all the things that I learned on Tour with Sister Act, more so the things that didn't work for me, and I was able to fix them. And I think the main thing was, like, getting great luggage with four wheels that yeah very easily is very important and then I loved living in Airbnbs and I realized that the hotels sort of made me feel a little depressed and sad and living in an Airbnb always kind of felt like a home and I had yeah. a kitchen you know usually you can find really well decorated homey cozy Airbnbs and so I was able to to do that and then like I said having Cali just changed yeah. the whole game so definitely learned a lot from from Sister Rock too so were you familiar with like sister act and like the movie and stuff before you joined the cast of sister act i actually had never seen the movie i obviously knew about it but i've never seen it and it i i don't know if i should admit this but i just watched sister act two maybe a month ago so i kind of and the thing is is I'll try to justify it. The musical, yes, is very much based on the movies, but it is very different. I mean, it's set in, like, a different time. There's, like, you know, different songs, different... Everything is different. And Mm -hmm. so I think I didn't really necessarily feel like I needed to watch. um, And so I just never did. Uh, I watched Sister Act, but I never watched Sister Act 2. And that was the one that everyone was like, you have to watch Sister Act 2. How have you not watched Sister Act 2? So I finally was like, okay, I'm doing it. And I watched it about a month ago, and I loved it. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, no, I, I wasn't really familiar with it when I first booked the show. When I have yet to see either of those movies, and they're on my list of movies I need to watch, however, I did learn how to sing The Life I Never Led, and it was a mouthful. Oh, I mean, I love that song. I that love the song, too. Is so, it's so well-suited for women. There's just something about him. He understands how to write for women characters. And I, I loved singing that song when I would get to go on for Mary Robert because I understudied her. Yeah. Um, and the rush that you feel holding out that last note. Mm-hmm. And the audience, like, erupting into applause before you're even done. I, oh, yeah. And they're applauding. And you're like, ah! I, it was just, like, the biggest rush of adrenaline, happiness, like a wash of just like this is what I'm meant to do moment oh yeah I always loved singing that song I love that song personally but yeah when I like the couple of times that I sang it in like my singing lessons I kept messing up because the more into the song the faster it gets totally and there's so many it's so wordy too exactly I could have done that it's so wordy so I'm like I never 
never let go and go with the flow and don't even know really why. And I'm like, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Like, enjoy most about your journey with touring? I feel like this last one was really life-changing for some reason. I think I just found more out about myself, about how I want to present myself in the world. I, I think I gained a lot of confidence um, just in everything that makes me who I am. And I think I was really struggling to find that for some reason right before I joined and there was just something about the people and something about the moment in my life um that I needed Wicked to sort of get out of whatever hole I was unknowingly in so Wicked honestly came at the perfect time in my life and I think swooped me up and was like don't forget who you are Mm mm-hmm watch yourself and watch what you can do and believe in yourself. Oh yeah. Being a swing is like, I'd never been a swing before. So, but all I knew was I wanted to be in Wicked. I I didn't care what I was. I didn't care if I was the tree in the background. I just wanted to be in Wicked before it was over. Oh yeah. And so when I, when I got it, I don't even think it registered that I was a swing. I was just like, I'm in Wicked. This is great. Like Mm -hmm. how exciting, you know? And so then I get to Nashville and I start rehearsals and it, dawns on me that I have to learn six different tracks and I somehow have to remember all of them like I remember just being gobsmacked because I didn't realize the amount of work I was in oh yeah but then I think that helped me to realize like oh once I figured it out and realized that I actually really enjoy it and I'm actually pretty good at it it was like this really important moment to be like you can do things that you think you can't do you can do hard things mm-hmm. so believe in yourself and trust yourself mm-hmm. that's awesome and I'm so grateful for Wicked it, it really has changed my life in every way possible so. oh yeah so Broadway Broadway. The broad, the Broadway, your big Broadway debut, your Broadway, and it happened to be Wicked. It happened to be Wicked. As, as I said, changed my life. Oh, yeah. Wicked's the best. That was my first Broadway show I ever saw. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what my first, well, I, I've seen a lot of tours because I was living on the West Coast for most of my life, so I was just watching tours. I wasn't seeing Broadway, but no, my first Broadway show was Hairspray. Oh. Best. I sat so like good, Rosie, but I loved it, and I was like, I gotta do this forever. Who was in it? Who was in it? Mm-hmm. I don't. Re- well, it was the original Tracy. It was, it was Marissa. Marissa. 
I think it was Marissa, yes. Because I remember seeing her on like some holiday movie later and being like, that's the girl I saw in Wicked. Um, and she was fantastic. Oh my gosh, just the energy of that show. And I got to do, that was my, funny enough, that was my first professional show. Oh. Graduating college. So that was kind of another weird full circle moment where I was like, that's so interesting. I watched Hairspray, my first part of a musical, and then here I am, you know, doing a regional production of it, but I had the most fun. Oh, yeah. I'm just, yeah, Hairspray, it's a blast. Everything about it's it is blast. the best. It's a blast, yeah. But, yes, yeah, so Broadway debut, I decided to leave tour and was like, you know what? I'm going to turn 30. It's going to be 2020. This feels like my year. I'm going to move to New York, and I'm going to pursue the big dream, which is being on Broadway. So I put in my notice and without me realizing the role that I do on tour was open on Broadway and the girl who usually does it is injured or is out for some reason and they're looking for somebody to fill in for her while she's, while she's gone. Yeah. And so my agent calls me and he's like, I don't know if you realize this, but blah, 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 blah. The same track you do on tour is open on Broadway. Are you interested? And I was like, am I interested? That must be an understatement. I am interested. Wouldn't that be the dream to move to New York with a job on Broadway? I mean, that is just like, I never thought in my wildest dreams that that would be an option. Yeah. So lo and behold, it worked out and I got the job it was I think like a five-month contract or something like that starting in January and ending in May and I moved to New York on the 4th of January and I started rehearsals on the 5th oh my gosh of 2020 of 2020 oh my god wow and it was like the craziest just throwing myself into this new life in New York um and then I learned all of my tracks. I debuted every single one except for Nessa, but I still like did my put in and everything. So mm-hmm. um, I think maybe the week that we closed, I did my last ensemble track, which was the midwife. And I've been like waiting to check it off. And luckily it happened. Oh my and gosh. And it was so fun. Um, but yeah, little did we all know that. Yeah. 2020 was going to take a turn. Yeah. So GC, <laughs> GC was already Glinda when you joined the Broadway cast. Yes, I had GC there. I had Chase Madigan, who was playing um, Chistery. I had Lauren Cannon, who was playing Boa. It was like a bunch of us from tour all happened to be asked to come and and work on Broadway. So it was, it was awesome to come and already have a few people that I knew, some familiar faces. Yeah. So did, were, did you do it with um, Hannah Corneau and Lindsay uh, Pierce or just Lindsay Pierce? Yes. I, Hannah was there when I joined. Oh my gosh, I was like, <gasps> I love her. Off. I I love her. I just interviewed her not that long ago. She's the sweetest. Oh, she's just this tiny little powerhouse human, and I. She was so kind. Oh, she's and the sweetest. She would sit backstage before one of her entrances, and I would one of my tracks would either be sitting on the bed next to her or waiting to go on, and she would always turn to me and ask me, "How are you? How's your day going?" And I was just like, I love people that are just so humble and so down to earth and are able to you know play this humongous role and also have the time to turn to a new swing and be like how are you doing yeah that's so cool yeah that's amazing she's the greatest and then Lindsay was also fantastic and is fantastic and is so kind as well oh she is and so she's always commenting on my 
posts about Callie and like just very supportive and, and I always love seeing what she's doing and where she's going and I miss seeing her on stage. It it was it was just like too soon that it had to be over. I think we've been I think she'd been in the show for maybe two or three weeks. Yeah. No, it was it was it was cut short for sure. Yeah. I've interviewed both of them. They're the greatest. Oh good. Okay, cool. So you know. Yeah. What would you say the biggest difference as a performer is between doing Wicked on Broadway versus Wicked on the Road? So, Wicked on Broadway has a completely different set, which, yes. So, they have the same base set, like the the wooden stage is the same for the most part. There's a few little differences. But they have a moving bridge that comes in and goes out. So, a lot of characters are standing on top of this bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, They have... Oh, like a Romeo and Juliet balcony on both sides. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember seeing that when I was on when I was at the Gershwin. Yeah, so like some characters can lean off of the balcony and like get in the audience's faces. They have an underneath. I don't know what you call it, but it's like an, an opening underneath the stage that you come up from under. Oh yeah, the lift. Pit, yeah, and then you come up onto the stage. So they just have a lot of cool things that the touring cast and the touring stage can't necessarily have because it's just difficult to build in every single theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that was really neat just to see such a 3D sort of beautifully made set, you know, that had been there for 16 years and was still stunning as ever. Um, I will say because the stage is so different, a lot of the tracks that I knew on tour were completely different on Broadway. So it did feel like I had to sort of start over, which was a little intimidating, yeah. of course. But I think because I already knew the story of Wicked and I understood where it was going and I understood the intentions behind each number, I was able to sort of like wrap my head around a new version of it. Yeah. A little bit easier than when I was learning the show for the very first time. Oh, of course. Um, but I... The, the other big difference is Broadway's stage is raked. Oh, so, yeah. I was going to see yeah, if... So everything is on an incline. Right. Which I have never experienced before. I've never danced on a raked stage. I've never played a role in a wheelchair on a raked stage where you're constantly having to break a wheelchair. Otherwise, you roll away. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that was a new new experience without a doubt um and it's something i probably won't be used to again whenever we get to go back to work i'll, mm-hmm. I'll have to be like what in the world is this rape stage How oh you- yeah you have to learn, learn how to like rewalk on it exactly dance and and stay upright and not fall over and all the good things so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I love both companies that I saw do it. Now that I think about it, with like the differences with the stage, I totally see it. Cause I remember during No Good Deed, I, my witches were Caroline Bowman and Carol Lindsay. The first time I saw the oh, show, amazing. That's and, such a good pair. And I remember seeing. I was sat fairly close to the front, and like the stage kind of like has like that like little like, like sort of like it kind of like comes out a little bit like with like the mm-hmm. gears. Yeah. So I remember, like, Caroline's coming up. She's like, Farrah! Oh, oh, hi! Please. Exactly. That's my favorite part of the Broadway show. Like, I remember when I joined the tour, I was like, wait, when? Where? 
Elvis was supposed to come out from underneath the state, and they were like, no, Michaela, that's way too hard for us to build in every single city that we go to. And I was like, dang it, you know? So then when I got to see it on Broadway, I was like, that's it! That's the moment! I love so that cool. part. As long as Elphaba flies in Defying Gravity, that's like... Oh, for sure. That's my favorite. the most magical theatrical moment I think I've ever witnessed. Oh, ever. my Both jaw as dropped. As an audience member and as a player in the ensemble, I will always get the chills and I will always feel just like, oh, there's nothing more magical than this moment. Yeah, you know about Caroline Bowman. You know how she's a, how she's a little living, like, dynamite, magical human being. So yes, her yes. doing that, I was like... Oh my god, I wish I could have seen her. I mean, I've I've seen her do Frozen more than I've seen her do Wicked. <coughs> of her very powerful voice that I esteem to have. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see her in Frozen. Oh, I know. I'm so sad that that... I'm so glad that the tour, as of now, is still still on. Mm-hmm. Those two definitely need to... The world needs to see them, for sure. Yeah, I got the uh, email from... Broadway in Detroit saying that Wicked or not Wicked Frozen is still on. Oh, good. That makes so sense. I'll be able to see it when I talked to Caroline Bowman a few weeks ago on Zoom. I said, "I'm going to meet you in person in 2021. It's been almost six years since I saw you on Broadway." That is so incredible. Also, I wanted to say, Kara Lindsay did the tour with us for a little bit. Oh yeah, I forgot she... about that. Oh my gosh, I've never met a more beautiful human in my whole life she's She's... so so loving and so just like grounded and I'm I remember meeting her and thinking like you're Carol Lindsay that's what I when I met her that's what happened to me when I was on a zoom with her interviewing her I'm like you're Kara stinking Lindsay I can't believe you're standing in front of me and you're just like so nice I I just can't mind blown and then on top of it she is brilliant as Glenda I mean I would ball like underneath my my green glasses in thank goodness my chin's quivering I've got like little tears in my eyes as I'm like waiting for her to, to finish and I'm just staring up at her like I just you are incredible oh my god you are telling the story like I've never seen before ever in my life and there's a reason why you and you alone are the only Glinda on the marquee on Broadway still forevermore oh yes (laughs) oh yes her popular is so amazing oh I wish I could see I have chills just thinking about it she's just the best it's online I've watched it online at about a hundred times I gotta go back and I gotta watch it because I love her I love her too so when you're touring, have you ever forgotten where you were? I don't think so. I feel like I generally remember where I am. I think it's more so I forget, like, what day it is. Oh, yeah. Just, like, what month it is or what time it is or where I you – know, but usually I can remember where I am. Who are some of your favorite Alpha Buzz and Glendas of all time? Carolyn C., obviously. Just said it. I would say MK and GC as a team were the most just – magnetic chemistry brilliant actors brilliant performers but they brought something to that bond and that friendship that i've never witnessed before and still mm-hmm. haven't and i just yeah I'm, to have them as my very first glinda and alphabet duo was kind of like i mean i'm very very lucky because to see that every night and to just like take in how real and raw and 
connected they were and and also just doing the scenes with mk and looking into her eyes and just being like you are right there you are in the moment you are oh yeah you are here with me um and the same with gc i mean they're just both really special performers and i think they're even more special together so oh yeah i got to to experience it with them for the first time if you could go on for one night as either alphabet or glinda who would you want to play Oh my gosh, I don't know. I go back and forth. I love Glinda. I think that she has such a special role. But I would have to say Alphabet because when I first heard that music, I was like, the belting queen of the universe has arrived. Mm-hmm. Alphabet, hello. Oh, yeah. You are the dream. <laughs> I always tell uh, Alphabet, like, former alpha buzz that i've spoken with that i will be alpha in my next life once i get into music if i would have gotten into musical theater earlier in life i think things would have been different but i'll be i always say i'll be alpha in my next life i i will be right there with you For, like that'll be the next and i look at this picture as this picture of uh d rossioli every day oh, that, beautiful. That, that's signed by d rossioli and i'm like i'm gonna be alpha one day in my next life. In my next life. I'll be, I'll be that girl. I'll be that girl. So <laughs> what are some of your favorite Broadway shows of all time? Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Spring Awakening. Ooh. Has always been my top. And there's just something about the music. I think I connect very deeply to song singer-songwriter type of music for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, so when I first heard that, I was just completely taken by it. Um, I remember I got to see it on stage. They, they were touring and doing the onstage tickets and me and my friend were like, we're doing this. And this girl sat next to us and she was so nice and talking to us. And we were like, oh, she's just like, she's such a cool person. And then, you know, middle of the show, she pops up, pulls a micro, a microphone out of her jacket and starts singing. And we're like, (gasps) You were in the show. You tricked us. You made us think you were normal. Oh, my God. You were in the show. And that was so cool. It was such a great experience. And then I actually got to play Benkla in um, McCoy Rigby's production of Spring Awakening. That's so cool. That was like a massive dream come true just to be a part of. First of all, that production specifically, there was just something magical. I know I'm saying magical a lot, but like our job is magical. Oh, it is. Sometimes where it's just really, really it special is. and it all comes together. And that was one of those experiences where the cast was incredible, the directors, the creative team, the set, the costumes, the sound, the lighting, it just all kind of happened. And it created this really special moment. And it's funny because at the beginning of quarantine, we actually all reunited and watched our production. Over oh my God. That's so really cool. cool. That's yeah. so cool. The Spring Awakening, for sure, is top of the list. Um, I would say also, like, a fun musical that I love is Legally Blonde. I think Ooh! Really love Laura Bell Bundy. Love to see it redone. I don't know. I think that'd be awesome. And, like, something more serious is uh, The Bridge Over Madison County. So, yeah, I think those are... And then Parade. I think it'd be really neat to see uh, Parade redone as well. Um ragtime mm-hmm. would be amazing right now especially yeah um yeah is that a good list oh that's a great list great. Uh, what was the last movie you saw that made you cry and what was the last movie you saw that made you laugh okay okay mm-hmm. um last movie that made me cry 
I'm going to switch you up a little bit. And okay. I'm going to say the last TV show. So I, I watched um, Six Six Feet Under uh, at the beginning of quarantine. And I will say that finale is the most gut-wrenching, <laughs> stunning, awe-inspiring finale I've ever seen. And I've heard that it's it's still, like, one of the all-time best is it episodes. more gut-wrenching than the Glee finale? Because the Glee finale was pretty gut-wrenching. I never saw the Glee finale, so I don't know. But maybe. But the Glee finale uh, will so make I'll you cry that. Happy. When I watched that, I was a wreck. I was... Because <laughs> it's all about grief and dealing with death and just, like, having a better understanding of how it affects us as humans. And so I think that that was a really pertinent thing to kind of think about at the beginning of quarantine and at the beginning of this pandemic and just yeah. like not really knowing the future of our world yeah and um so that affected me very deeply definitely recommend that show if anybody is looking for something new to dive into um funny wise let me think let me think well i'm gonna stay in my tv show world and i just started the great british baking show and oh i hear people are obsessed with that show i am obsessed with it it is so good it is so feel good i laugh i cry i hug myself and i i want to like i hate cooking but all of a sudden i want to bake and like learn about meringues and just like get really good at just any form of baking I oh yeah sourdough like everyone was at the beginning of quarantine <laughs> like now i'm there yeah almost a year later ready to make sourdough because of great british baking show oh it's, yeah it's such a feel-good show. It's, yeah, it's great. There's a video on Instagram of Stephanie J. Block's daughter pretending she's on the Great British Baking Show. I have to see it. It's see adorable. That. She's another one I love, Stephanie J. Block. Wow. I remember hearing her, what did I hear her do first? I think it was 9 to 5. And I was like, oh, who is this incredible voice? Not realizing that she was like, basically the original alphabet before Idina Menzel. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Idina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. Uh, brought them too. Yeah. Yeah, I referred to, I saw uh, SJB in Cher. For the, that was the first show I ever saw her in, and I, I was blown I away. That show. Uh, that show will make you uh, have all sorts of emotions, and you'll cry the entire time, like I did. Um, and I'm not a crier at all. <laughs> Whatsoever. <laughs> I'm not a crier and I cried. Okay, so that's a big deal. Dang. Oh, yeah. It's that it's that unbelievable. And I saw her in that. And ever since then, I just have been, I think she's like the coolest human being on the planet. Yeah, I uh, I have to agree. I think she's had a, an incredible career. And I'm so happy. She won the Tony. Yeah, I, scr- yeah, I screamed when I when she won the Tony. I, was, I left. I escaped my graduation party because it was on the night of my high school graduation party. I escaped. <laughs> Watch her win the Tony, screamed my head off, and then went back to everybody else. As you do, you know? I love award shows so much. Me too. I don't know why. I just, <coughs> I hate that this year sort of, like, robbed us of a normal award show. I obviously understand why, but um, I just love them, and I love the Tonys especially, because it's just, like... Yeah, Aaron Tomate, not me. Finally- achieve this huge dream of winning a Tony. It's just, like, it's never not inspiring and stephanie's tony speech oh my god well also for her because she's that was her first tony i'm pretty sure right? mm-hmm. so it's like she's had this massive career where she's just been fighting and waiting for this moment and so to see some that's when i'm like bawling because I'm and just, her husband's like, just bawling so hard and they finally like 
get to achieve this dream and it's just like so special to watch and her husband was bawling and her mom was bawling and i i say stephanie j black is the meryl streep of broadway for sure i i've told like four or five people that she's the meryl streep of broadway and they all agree with me they all think she's oh my god i hope she gets to hear that through the grapevine from you because what a nice compliment i'm gonna i think i'm gonna tweet that yeah i think you got to. i think i'm going to I love it. Uh, even though I DM'd her on Instagram to see if she'll do an interview with me, and she said no, but... Well, you know what? We tried. We tried. It was worth the shot. At least I tried, and I'm going to tweet St- SJV as the Meryl Streep of Broadway and tag her and see if okay. I get a response. I'm excited for, your, for whatever journey you're about to go on. Oh, yeah. If you could, I support you. Thank you. If you could play <laughs> any uh, uh, musical icon on the Broadway stage, who would it be? Joni Mitchell. Ooh, someone else just said they love it. Hannah Cornell. Said of she course, was. I love that. That makes me happy. Um, I just think she. I was just listening to her music. Granted, it, her music is very um, melancholy, so I don't know if it would do well right now when the world needs a lot of uplifting. Yeah. But I think that her music is just so unique. I've never heard anybody like her before. You know. Oh she's yeah. Very much like Carole King, without a doubt. But I think. Um, it would be really cool to hear her music in a musical. Yeah, Beautiful was supposed to be in Detroit, uh, but that and Dear Evan Hansen were supposed to be here. <gasps> That's another one that I felt madly in love with. Wow, that music changed me. I listened to it nonstop. One of my childhood friends saw it on Broadway. She said she cried from waving through a window all the way till the end. With Ben Platt? Did she see him? No, I think she saw... Did she see, I think she may have seen she, I think she saw Andrew. It doesn't matter. It's so good. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. And I want to see it with Jordan Fisher, but... Ugh. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what the world turns out like in 2021. What was the last show you saw on Broadway prior to shut down? Mean Girls. Oh! Mm-hmm. They uh, offered the Wicked cast tickets to come see it, so my friend and I took them up on that and that was the last show I saw and that was that was very close to when it was in March before we shut down so was it with uh Erica or with Olivia or Becca or Sabrina I've seen it twice so I saw the original cast um because I'm friends with Devin Hadsell we went to school together so I happened to be in New York and was like I gotta see you let's make it happen Mm -hmm. and loved every second the original cast was freaking spot on they're amazing so good. i've I talked to a lot of them seat. uh yeah it, i was just like uh the whole time because it was so fun and they were all so great so then this time i saw um erica had just left and then the other girl that they had hired wasn't in yet so they were using a standby or something was it becca peterson or olivia kaufman becca peterson and she was fantastic so 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 good and i know i've watched she just seems like she's very versatile, very good at everything. So I was really excited to see her thrive and do magnificent. Um, and it was it was actually Barrett and Gray's last show. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember so that. That was really neat to see too, just because they. I mean, I think they're the stars of the show. They're so funny. Their chemistry. Gray's is... hilarious. I've interviewed Gray. He's so funny. He was telling me. He, I just, yeah. He was and telling me such funny together, stories. They just. It's like a a fantastic duo so i was really happy to see their last their last show um and i think 
everyone else was the same except Christina. Is that her name? Christina Alabato, who plays Gretchen? Yeah. Yeah, so she was playing Gretchen, so I got to see her, and she was fantastic, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kate was still there playing. Yeah, playing Karen. Karen, yes. So, yeah, great show, really. I mean, I loved it. I, I would definitely like to be a part of it at some point. Oh, yeah, it's the best. It's Once again, this has been Michaela Martinez, Broadway star in the ensemble of Wicked on Broadway, as well as former touring cast member of both Wicked and Sister Act. I will see you all on Tuesday with Anastasia touring cast member Taylor Quick.